Hello, everyone. You are tuned in to Thought for the Day on FM 107. My name is Reverend Dr. Paul David from TCA College, and it is my honor and privilege to be here sharing with you today. I believe that God will speak to us through His Word, friends. I want you to continue this attitude of worship as we listen to this song, and I will be right back. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Thought for the Day. Yesterday, we looked at the widow and how she responded as a worshipper by not holding back her best offering unto God. I'd like to encourage you to read Luke seven verses thirty-six to fifty. 
There's a story of the woman with the alabaster jar. If you look at the story, the Pharisees are still studying Jesus. So one of them invites Jesus home for a meal. Nevertheless, when the meal invitation comes, Jesus accepts it. You know, I'm like Jesus. I will never say no to an invitation for a good meal. You can see that Jesus is making himself available to all types of people from all types of backgrounds. Reclining was a normal position for eating a special meal in the ancient Near East. Each person would lie on his side, facing the table, and with body and feet angling away from the table. You know, such reclining was common at a festive banquet, while family meals involved sitting. Everything was going on as expected until an uninvited guest crashed the party. I do often know in large gatherings, we do find uninvited guests, but usually in a large crowd, it is hard to notice them. But this was a small gathering. We can see the ease with which the woman entered the meal. At special meals, the door was left open so uninvited guests could enter, sit by the walls, observe everything that was happening, and even engage some of the invited guests in conversation. Ellis also notes that they could beg and snatch even leftovers. The woman's action is rebuked and her presence is not welcome, suggests that it's a public meal, a special meal. This particular woman, widely known as a sinner, the exact nature of her sin is not spelled out and she's not further identified. Nevertheless, this particular woman had great courage to enter the home of a strict Pharisee. She knew she would be criticized and scorned by a room full of religious leaders, but she did not care about her own reputation. In fact, she focused solely on Jesus, so completely that she seemed unaware that anyone else was in the room. She brought along with her and carried an aromatic, expensive perfume in an ornate perfume jar made of expensive alabaster. You know, my, my beautiful wife, Lynn, knows that I love perfumes and I love to carefully use especially expensive ones. But if you look at this, at this story in Mark 14, 5 and even John 12, 5, the cost of the jar of perfume is given, which is 300 denarii, which is a year's wages. A denarius was the equivalent of a day's wages. So just imagine and calculate your yearly wages. That was the price of that perfume. You know, it's common for expensive perfume to be kept in a special container to preserve the perfume's quality. It had a long neck. To pour out its contents, his neck had to be broken. It is clear that she felt the need of bringing an offering of thanksgiving to him who had been instrumental in changing her life. To anoint Jesus with perfume, she came. Note, with perfume, costly and fragrant, not just ordinary olive oil. Nothing is too good for Jesus. But as she stands there, she hesitates. In fact, she's overcome by emotion. Overwhelming sorrow for past sin is mingled with profound gratitude because she's grateful for the present sense of forgiveness. Her heart is filled to overflowing with love and reverence for the one who has opened her eyes and brought about a radical change in her life. You know, Luke describes the woman's action in great detail. In fact, every move she makes is presented. She obviously is very meticulous in what she does. But alongside the care that she puts in anointing Jesus is a note of emotion that accompanies her actions. Both humility and devotion are found in her service. When Jesus sat down to eat, his sandals would have been removed from his dusty feet. 
since the guests were reclining at the meal and facing a short table upon which the food was placed, the woman had easy access to Jesus' feet. It would be natural for her to stand behind Jesus. The woman's intention may well have been to anoint the head of Jesus with the perfume, and the significance of the action may be partly that the perfume would have been bought with immoral earnings, but it would seem that her emotions got the better of her. Finally, the woman anointed Jesus with the perfume, a sweet fragrance. You know, it's like when someone passes by with a strong perfume, or if you pass by a department store, it just gets your attention. That's how, that's how the perfume was. And only when she does that, she kisses Jesus' feet and anoints him. But you must understand that this kiss denotes a, a sign of deep reverence, which was paid to teachers. It will also may mean expression of gratitude. You know, in this passage, the accent actions of a silent, sinful woman speak a thousand words, a fragrance of gratefulness. The kiss showed mixed emotions and a sign of utmost respect, gratitude, devotion, reverence, care, submission, even affection. You know, love is a proof that a person has received forgiveness. And the more people are forgiven, the more they will should be grateful, the more they will or should love. Forgiven to forgive, it has to be seen. You know, some of the greatest worship can come from the most unlikely source. This woman was an outcast who had been used and abused, but something about the words and actions of Jesus caused her to bring her most valuable possession and pour it out in expression of love and worship. In one moment, she pressed through fear, prejudice, shame, and created one of the most intimate moments of worship in the Bible. I'd like to speak this into your life right now. That when man's opinion has declared us guilty, there's only one who can be touched by our worship and forgive our sins, and that is Jesus. You know, my prayer has and always will be like, God, use my life to be a blessing to everyone I come in contact with. Because the more I am broken, the more I die to myself, the greater I can be used as a fragrance to point people to Him for His kingdom purposes. Something for us to ponder upon. Are we willing to be broken and poured out? Will we hand over our alabaster jar, our life, talents, whatever's precious to Him? Or will we just hide and preserve this jar? Let us listen to the next song and I'll be back to pray with us. Oh, my. 
Let us pray. Dear Jesus, I thank you for every listener that has heard this sharing. Thank you for forgiving and for loving us unconditionally. Thank you for the reminder to the story to always live a life that is grateful and thankful to you. Help us to never look down on people that are different from us. Help us to see them through your eyes. I pray that as you have forgiven and cleansed us, that we will likewise pass it on and showcase what you have done in our lives. Thank you for your grace and your mercy that is new every morning. I bless all the listeners with your joy, peace, and presence. We ask all this in your precious name. Amen. Friends, I trust that you've been blessed by the sharing today. And this wraps up my sharing for the week. I trust that the stories of the five worshippers from Jesus, Abraham, Paul and Silas, the widow, and the woman of the alabaster jaw. In the Bible and the various ways they responded and worship have encouraged you. May you continue to experience God's blessings and favor as you stay close to Him and live a life of worship. This is Rev. Dr. Paul David from TCA College saying goodbye. Take care and God bless. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Center Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg On behalf of Trinity Christian Center, may God's presence, peace and power be real to you today and every day. God bless.